0: Welcome to Your Atomic Potential with host Chris Bell, a show designed for you where life and leadership cross paths, a show where small changes lead to large growth. Are you ready to unleash your atomic potential? Welcome to another episode of Your Atomic Potential. I hope everybody's having a great day, and I'm thankful that you have tuned into this episode, and I believe that we have lots of opportunity for growth for ourselves in the future. But one of the things I want to talk about is measurement, and how we measure our own personal success. I think one of the issues that we've been taught through most of our life are looking for giant goals and giant achievements. And I was trying to think of how to articulate this, but it actually came to me the other night while I was at jujitsu. jitsu So one of my hobbies that I have and partake in is jiu-jitsu. It gives me physical exercise. It gives me mental exercise. It challenges me with techniques and challenges me with working with other people and what you can bring to the table with it. But what happened to me a few weeks ago is I actually got injured. I got injured while rolling on the mats with a gentleman, uh, much higher belt than me. And it wasn't because of moves or techniques, we just kind of came together both at the wrong time and his knee came in just under my rib cage and caused a bit of a soft tissue damage. Now, with that said, it could be the fact that I'm 46 years old and I tried to roll around with a 27-year-old who has seven years of jiu-jitsu under his belt and I'm still fairly new at it. Or it could just be crap luck and I connected his knee to my chest and caused a problem. Maybe my ego got in the way and that's what got us there. I'm not sure. But that injury caused me to not really be able to partake in class in a very active way over the next few weeks. Now, I could measure my success by getting on the mat and rolling around with somebody who is much stronger than I am, much more developed than I am, with more technique. And pinning that person or locking them in or choking them out could be a giant measure of success. But that might not be the best way i think we often look at that and that's what a measure of a goal or success or improvement is for a lot of people what i really realized while i was rolling around on the mats the other night and going through techniques and skills and drills is trying to measure my health improvement on my ribs and my recovery by little moves a week ago i couldn't bridge back up on my shoulder it hurt way too much i couldn't lay on my mat and roll to my right side This last week, I was able to bridge up on my shoulder a little bit. I was able to partake in a couple of more techniques and a few more drills that I could roll around in and receive some weight on my chest and weight on my ribcage area. Uh, Not comfortably, but just a measurement. These small types of measurements, when we actually give value to them, will teach us that we're having growth and we're having improvement. So My question to you while you're thinking about this is how do you measure growth and improvement with yourself? What does success look like for you? Does it have to be something big? Does it have to be a giant achievement? I think most of us go through that. I know that for myself, I chase goals throughout the majority of my life because I felt like once I achieved that goal, then I would become something. I would have something to tell for it. So once I get a new belt in jujitsu, that would be a great thing And it would show my achievement, show my growth, and then I would be worthy of a position. But that's not really it. We have to keep our eyes on the small items, the small things. The ability to bridge on my shoulder a little bit more. The ability to do a front roll on a mat this week versus not even being able to. The ability to run, to pick up some weights this week, to sit down and do some push-ups. So that's all pertained to physical activity. But my point, I hope that you understand, is looking for small changes and small growth. What are you struggling with out there? What are some things that you have issues with? I'm curious how many other people out there are very goal-oriented, or how many people don't care about goals, don't even care about growth. The whole point of this show is we all have potential inside of each of us. We also go through a bit of a rebirth. So another thing I want to talk about is this last week and I was actually watching The Matrix Reloaded. Just flipping through TV, not something I do very often. And there was only about 30 minutes left of the show. And I thought, hey, why not? I haven't seen this in years. I believe it was The Matrix Reloaded. And it's the spot where Neo meets up with the architect. So the architect of The Matrix sits with him and talks about how many times he has met Neo before. Although Neo doesn't remember it. Neo doesn't have a clear understanding at that point in time. And I believe that the architect tells him that this is the eighth version of him that has shown up to meet him. And he has a choice between two doors to take. The one door where he goes to save Trinity, but he's being told that that will end the Matrix and will end the whole thing. Or the other door, which is what they're trying to lean him into and tell him that that's the best option for him. Does that sound familiar? People surrounding you will tell you that what your best option is. And Neo, of course, chooses the opposite door and heads in to save Trinity. Life is filled with choices. You get to choose what you want to do today and what you choose what you want to do tomorrow. Don't forget, not doing anything is also a choice. But what really hit me in this, with The Matrix, was that this was the eighth version of Neo to show up. Life is full of recreating versions of yourself. Better versions along the way, hopefully, if you're choosing a growth mindset and a growth-oriented thought process. But think about that. It just hit me really hard that maybe I'm on my eighth version of myself right now, and I'm finally at the better or the best version of myself. I'll continue to grow, and I'll continue to build on that. But how many versions of yourself have you recreated as life has gone on? I do think we go through rebirths and changes and growth parts of our life. I do think that there's pieces of us that die and go away as we rebuild ourselves. That's sort of a normal cycle. They've got it figured out in the Matrix. They really do. They've got it figured out that this is what really does happen to most of us in life. You can either be the crowd that's stuck inside the Matrix that they're feeding off of and that never comes alive, or you can be Neo for the eighth time around, continuing to rebuild yourself and having bumps along the way, having stumbles where you have to stop, you fail, and you rebirth yourself, and you try again. And you take better steps the next time. You take further steps along the way. And you grow to the person that you're meant to become. What potential you have inside of you and what you are meant to do with your life. We're all meant to do amazing things, but we have a choice. You have a choice of whether you're going to do something amazing, or a choice of whether you're going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. I can't control that choice, only you can. I will say though, what you'll notice as you try to step away and make the choice that's not the average choice or the common choice is the first group of people around you to step up and tell you not to do something are people that are struggling with their own self in this position but don't know how to manage their way out of it. Through the recent pandemic events that have gone on, I started a small tribe To help local men around me. Uh, We did this on social media and we did it for very local people because I saw so much negativity in people that were surrounding me. Guys who I knew that were smart, intelligent, and capable were falling prey to emotions and letting their emotions hijack them and letting the emotions of others and do what I was calling doom scrolling on social media, grab them and take hold of them. So I created a group to create positivity and ask questions of other men and try to help them become better leaders and lead themselves through this situation. When we hit a bump in the road in that a couple of months in, I've had three gentlemen that reached out within a matter of a week saying, you know, you're really busy, you have a lot on the go, you're leading, you're trying to do all these things, but I don't think it's serving. And I think that it's taking away from you and you're spending too much time on it. And you should just shut this down. It's not really a great thing and it's not helping anyone. Now, even though I'm a leader, my initial thought process is, screw you. I'm going to do this whether you tell me to or not, because I'm going to succeed whether you want me to or not. That comes to me right away. But not without doubt, because even as a leader, for a brief amount of time, I did step back about 24 hours later and think, hmm, I wonder if this really is a good thing maybe it's just a time consumer and I'm not producing anything out of it maybe there's no gain from it I question myself I believe that any good leader will stop and question themselves but then you have to go back and validate the facts right you have to go back and look at the details and look at the information well I didn't even really have to look because less than 24 hours after that I had four guys reach out to me from within that group and tell me man I'm so happy you created this I was struggling so bad with this current situation, and even though I think I understood it, I just didn't have a sounding board. I didn't have anyone to bounce stuff off of. I didn't have any way to understand this situation. And as you created the group, and we grew together organically, and I got to meet people and understand people and ask more questions, it created a sounding board. It created a medium for me to have conversation with other men, and it created and brought information, social capital to me to make better choices and decisions for myself and my family and start leading. It also put me in a better mental headspace. So when I got that feedback, I thought, that's right. This is just like anything else that's out there. The first time you start doing something against the majority of people or the norm or the comfort, and you create discomfort with people, they start to push back. Because they want to remain in their comfortable zone. And they want you to be there with them because then it justifies it. Talk to anybody who's tried to lose weight. I personally went through this when I went through weight loss about 13 years ago. I went through a massive weight loss and one of the first things I ran into were people telling me, no man, you've done the work. You've been working out. Go ahead and have a piece of cake. Well, that's not really the right answer don't have a piece of cake, because that's what got you to being extremely overweight in the first place. And if you're struggling with weight right now, and that topic just upset you a little bit, sorry, but that's reality, and that's some hard truth. And we're not good with the hard truth. As humans, we really struggle with it sometimes when people tell us and call us on our bullshit. So I'm telling you right now, take a look at small things to measure. You don't need to measure giant leaps and bounds to see success measure small things. Put down the cake. When someone tells you immediately that you shouldn't be doing that or to stop doing that and try doing something else, that's the minute you need to stop and really question. Question yourself and question them. If that same person is talking to you about binge-watching everything they've talked and watched on Netflix through the pandemic, they haven't stepped back to get personal growth. Have you stepped back and created personal growth? How many times have you been reborn like Neo in the Matrix? How many times have you worked on becoming your better self? Or when you hit that first failure because you choose the wrong door, do you stop? I personally don't. I come back to the beginning and I restart again and I get through a series of doors and I make good choices, good choices, good choices. And eventually I'll hit a door that was not such a good choice. That's okay. If you take the information from making the wrong choice in that door and redo it all again until you get the right door, you're making growth. So that's a growth mindset. That's my thought on the matrix. That's my thought on rebirth of yourself. Measuring small items. Stop looking for giant wins in order to be successful or feel successful. Look for small wins. They're right in front of you. They may be with family, they may be with friends, they may be with physical workout. they may be with a job. They may be you stepped in to embrace a little bit of fear today and try something new. Maybe you didn't get it, but you tried it. And that's a first step and that's amazing. Thank you everybody for tuning in for this episode. Look forward to seeing you on another episode. If you found any value in this or any of my previous podcast, please share this. Get it out there for other people. And let's get your insight. I want some feedback into how this podcast is serving you. I want feedback into any of the information I've shared, if it works. And I also want you to jump and give me questions on what you'd like to hear or cover on this podcast. This is not just my show, this is our show. Let's grow it together. And thank you for tuning in to your atomic potential.